Welcome to the Mama's Den. Welcome, this welcome. Is your, your only host, Ashley. I have taken over. No, I'm <laughs> I've taken over. Why are you like this? But also not it's, with that voice. That's it's not my Ashley. show now, ladies. <laughs> no, we're here today and um We don't know what we're talking about today. We're talking about love. And that's okay. Love. And healing. In friendships. You know, I'll have to tell you guys a story, okay? Everyone introduced themselves, and I'm going to tell you this story. Okay. Hurry. Hi, I'm Cody. <laughs> what do you want? You want kids? You want age? Um, I want you. Lord, she's wilding. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's the anniversary special. We're doing. Oh, yeah. It's the Chia anniversary. It's the Chia anniversary special. Mm-hmm. Happy, happy anniversary to the Chias. Thank you. Yeah. How many years is this, Ashley? Well, we have been legally married for eight years, but we have been together, committed for 15 years, guys. Wow. wow. I know. I know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love them. Okay. Not that laugh. What is happening? I don't know. Cody, tell us about yourself. Who are you? How many children do you have? I am have? Cody Elaine Oliver. I have three children. Uh, I had to think about it. Brooks, who is seven, and Aristotle and Langston, who are almost five. Melanie? Any other details you'd like to give us? Uh, the babies are Scorpios, like they mama. Because my birthday is coming up, mm-hmm. and Brooks is a Libra, like my daddy. Oh, Ooh, he's my, named dad's after my dad's a Libra too. Oh yeah. Oh, and he's my named after your favorite. dad, and they're the same. I love it. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Melanie. I have two kids, seven-year-old Cameron, a year and a half old Kaya. and Zodiac signs. Zodiac signs. My children are, uh, my son is a Pisces and my daughter is a Sagittarius. I am a Cancer, Cancer, Sagittarius. So that would be Cancer Sun, Cancer Rising, Sagittarius Moon. And my husband <laughs> is a Gemini, which means there's four of him in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> We love, him. we love all of them. <laughs> I am Felicia. I have Peace, who is nine, Zen, who is seven. No, pause. Zen the fact is not that you seven. say Peace is nine, that's I'm not crazy. Yeah. I feel like Peace is seven in my head, by the way. I know. Why did I just say Zen is seven? Zen uh-huh. is four. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's about how Peace. <laughs> I know. Peace. But why is it that the age nine just feels so grown? It, it is. Because it's like, almost double digits. Yeah. <laughs> and she's switching over from that little girl vibe to now, like, I mean, you will have the most beautiful, you guys already have a beautiful relationship, but you are just going to see, it's just so amazing to watch them blossom. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I'm like, woo. Okay. So peace is a Libra, my little Libra girl. And then Zen is an Aquarius. You got air signs. (laughs) Aquarius. Yeah. Zen is definitely an air sign. And then I am a Scorpio, double Scorpio Sag. So I'm emotional. (laughs) You're a double Scorpio Sag? God. You should have led with that. Ashley, I know you have to do yours too, but y'all, can y'all explain the double? So So your big three. For anyone okay. listening, is your sun, which is like when your birthday is, you're rising. And by the way, all of these extra things are all based off of the time and place you were born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But your big three typically is what they say make up your true personality. Mm-hmm. So that's your sun, your rising, and your moon. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what, so the, the double is for me and Felicia is that both our sun signs mm-hmm. are Cancer and Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Our rising signs are also Cancer and Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So then when it's what you say, we're a double. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I didn't realize that you were a Sag too, Sag Moon. Yeah. Interesting. She is a, mm-hmm. well, he's a Libra, but everything, everything else in his chart is Sagittarius. His the rising, his moon, I think like his Venus, his a lot of planets. It's a lot. It's a lot of planets. <laughs> and what about you? Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm a, my name is Ashley. Um, I am a Capricorn with a Leo rising and a Pisces moon. So I'm like mean and nice at the same time. This is true. <laughs> yes, is very you. <laughs> yes. Nice balance. Um, Amira is a Pisces. She's 14. Azara is a 
Virgo with a Cancer moon. So she crazy as hell, just mm. like her mama. She's mean and nice at the same time, too. Um, and she is seven, which is crazy. Uh, Asia is a Gemini, and she has a Virgo moon. She crazy as hell too. And she's five. And then Tata is a Sagittarius with a cancer moon. So she's also crazy. All my daughters are crazy like their mama. They're <laughs> just nuts. Which one of them is mostly like their dad? Oh, um, Amira and Asia are just like their father. I was going to say, Amira, I feel like when I look at her, I'm like, I feel like I'm always looking at your husband. Yes. Yeah. She has a good balance of, uh, of Chia and I. She processes information the way Chia does, but mm. she has more of my personality. Like, she's more outgoing like I am. We're both very intuitive of people's feelings and emotions, can, like, assess needs before they need them. You know, you saw her on the set. She's just, like, mm-hmm. thinks 10 yeah. steps ahead. She's her mannerisms really is very Chia. Yes. Like, the way she, like, stands and mm-hmm. walks and holds her body. You know so what she cool. does? She rides for her dad and it's very annoying oh, yeah. very <laughs> annoying wait till y'all's kids start doing that like me and Chia have a disagreement wait I'm experiencing yeah. this every oh, single day definitely peace, peace does definitely but, yeah. but we'll do, she'll do this though she'll be like you know mom I don't think dad meant it that way I'll be like little girl if you don't take your ass out of this kitchen cause I'm gonna tell you how I meant it I meant that shit just how I said it all y'all getting on my motherfucking nerves <laughs> No, I mean, it's lovely, but yes, daughters will get your ass in check. That is one thing about I a daughter. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, call, consider your, color yourself lucky. <laughs> color yourself lucky. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like boys love their mom, but girls will challenge the hell out of you. Like, let me show you what you need to work on. I Immediately, mean, but boys are like that too. Really? Hell yeah! I wouldn't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. My, my yeah. son. I'm like, do you? Don't you feel like they both teach you something about yourself? My son, definitely. Yeah. I mean, my son was my only for six years, so mm-hmm. he definitely was the one that was teaching me a lot about myself, and just seeing like his outlook on life, and just seeing, and now he's got like a real personality, like. And he can't hold water. This is the other thing about Cameron. God bless really? you. Oh, he can't hold water. Don't give that child no secrets, no codes. Yeah, nothing. none. He's giving them all away because he's yes. such a free, open yeah. book that he doesn't understand. <laughs> like so, so the other day, Jared and I got into an argument oh, in the car. <laughs> And we get to the, his ba- all the way to his baseball game, and he gets on the bench. And I thought to myself, I was like, should I tell him, don't share what you What heard. does this boy do? He gets on the coast. Sorry, I was late, guys. My mom and dad were, I literally went and it hit him in the shoulder. I was like, Kim. And he looked like, oh, right. Okay, family oh, secrets. Oh, he is like, funny. Oh, no, he was literally <laughs> just like ready to just tell the whole world. Yeah, my mom and dad were fighting. Oh, God, yeah, no God. problem. And here's like, what they were talking about. Here's what they were talking about. And my dad said my mom was doing this, and my mom said, my dad was doing this and I don't know you know oh, it's crazy but them, them kids will will absolutely call you out my yeah. daughter already I mean we've talked about this before my daughter at a year and a half is already showing me the work that I need to do to be prepared for when she can actually communicate speak oh, yeah. mm-hmm. when she can talk back fight back because I just know her personality I see it and it's interesting because I often now more so am identifying with this like healed version of myself where yeah. I've gone through stuff I've learned how to communicate differently I've learned more compassion, more empathy, these things. But a lot of it, when I look at her and I'm like, why are you like that? And I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, I'm like that. Mm -hmm. I actually instinctively inside am like that, have that bite, have that fire. And so now I'm the mom. I'm not the kid anymore. So now I have to see that. So Mm -hmm. these kids, my daughter, like I definitely think my son came to, my son came to like teach me a lot. I think about life. He's just a very wise old soul. My daughter came to literally hold me up in front of the mirror. Yeah. How much have you done? How much more do you need to do? And, 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 and show up 
for me yeah. in that way as well for yourself. Yeah. Show up for yourself that way so that I can actually reap the benefit of that. It, oh God, that's so deep. I feel like I feel very similar that, but Zen, you know, mm. with him, I learned, that's why I always say like, Marnisha, did you guys call Marnisha yet? Who's Marnisha? No, no. I, I, I will. I will share she, why I'm waiting, but go ahead. So she is like, to watch her with Zen and teach him how to, I have very big emotions. Very big emotions. Really? Yes. But Did I. Did say Scorpio, Scorpio, Sagittarius? I was being an oh. asshole. <laughs> no, actually. We're just we're, we're like, prefacing yes. it for the people at home. I was being an ass. <laughs> really, girl? Really? Really? Oh. <laughs> we all do. It's fine. Go ahead. But with Zen, he also has huge emotions and he doesn't know how to manage them. Mm -hmm. So with Marnisha, when she's teaching him and I'm just watching, I'm like, oh, so that's how I need to handle it. I was like, like, yeah, that's the class that my mom definitely <laughs> skipped out. She didn't show up. She didn't show up to that lesson of like how to manage emotions. Mm. So I feel like with Zen, when the things that he teaches me are like the the harder parts mm. that are like harder to shake. Mm. Pieces things are more of like um, be free and like the maybe the it's butterfly the first, parts. Second child situation. Maybe, yeah. maybe because. Yeah, 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 but that that mirror, yeah, yeah. child. Do you, do you feel like you, Cody, have a child that is like very reflective of you? You know, I've been oh, reflective of me. Ugh. <laughs> Definitely the twins, like both of them. Like Brooks is Tommy, uh, and Aristotle and Langston are me. And don't nobody tell Tommy I said that. Again. <laughs> um, all, all hundreds of. Thousands I mean, they of definitely listening. like. There's they all share both of us, but that's really the delineation there. Mm -hmm. And so the babies, are, they're definitely like. I mean, Aristotle and Langston, who don't want me to call them babies, right? Um, I'm working on it, guys. They're definitely more sensitive. They're oh my, they're just they're just like lovey dovey, big emotion. Like if they mad, it's over the top. Mm. If they're happy, it's over the top in a really nice way. And so, you know, that's me. And I feel like the thing is with all of my kids, I feel like what they forced me to do is just like be more present. It's not like I'm looking at myself. Like I, I feel like I have a certain amount of self-awareness. Mm -hmm. And so with them, I'm not like shocked by, by seeing me where they force me to pay attention is just like to be more present. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm like going, going, going in every aspect. But that's the one place where I'm like, oh, if I keep going, 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 I'm gonna miss the parade, and I'm gonna miss the pickup, and I'm gonna miss like all the things. Yep. So I'm just trying to, yeah, listen. No, I mean I feel that way too. I think that um when what you said was like made me like feel compassion and just love and understanding because I feel like the big emotion thing, that's how I was as a child. Like mm -hmm. I had big feelings. Everything was big. <laughs> and Azara and Asia both are like that. And I don't have a Marnisha, but I do have like a Meisha. And there's a lot Did of- you say a Meisha? A Meisha. <laughs> Myself. But I would love even that additional help because I feel like because my mom also skipped that class, yeah. there was a lot of labeling of my behavior mm -hmm. yeah. and not acknowledging it and not and it wasn't intentional. Like shout out to my mom because she that's always a generation. Yes, generation. yes. yes. Sure. no one recognized or knew how to deal with her feelings. So yeah. you know, a lot of times your parents will label you as something and you start to believe that is who mm -hmm. you are, mm -hmm. and you can either find comfort in that and just like this is who I am. I have yeah. an attitude problem or blah blah blah. Yeah. But it really was like my sister even. Oh, my ex, but then like Chia, who was like, I'm 
remember one time my ex was like, dude, you have an attitude problem. And mm-hmm. I mean, I just, of course, what do you do when someone tells you you have attitude problem? Go attitude. How dare you? You want to see attitude? Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Exactly. But it feels very triggering when someone says something about you because you know, I always tell people the same thing with anger. People don't have attitude problems. People are not angry. It's masking something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to articulate myself of feeling vulnerable or lonely or unheard or just like, I am a middle, middle child. There's at no point where I was like ever special. There's like five pictures of me as a child. You know what I mean? And so I think that mm-hmm. that's- That one little boy one from me, <laughs> that little one. What did that your mama one. call you? Andre. 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 <laughs> that's one of yeah. the Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Even for her to say, like, I cut your hair because I didn't feel like doing you and your sisters is very much like, well, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a person, you know? Mm-hmm. But that was a part of my big feelings. And so when my kids are going through that, I'm like, okay, what is happening right now? You're not feeling heard. Something else is going, like, trying to get them to identify that, recognize it, acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's the healing that for me. That reminds yeah. me. Have y'all heard of the uh, emotion wheel? Mm -mm. Really? I don't think so. What's okay. that? I'm like the wokest women I know. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, I'll, I'll pull it up in a second. I think I, I, like, I, think yeah, I came across like, it recently. It's basically like there's a small circle of emotions, right? Mm-hmm. So like let's say anger, joy, whatever, whatever. And then it's like the things, like you were saying, that it's masking. Mm. The things that are really underneath it and it keeps going in like various oh, layers. Oh, dope. More and more words. And it's funny because obviously grownups need this because we need to be <laughs> like, oh, I'm angry. What does that really mean? What, yeah. do I, what do I identify with that I can articulate to my friend or my partner or whatever? Yeah. But I was talking to somebody the other day who was talking about um, their child and how they had to use the emotion wheel for their child. And I was like, oh, that's genius. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have um, Color Monster. We have two books. I love Monster. the Color Monster. But my kids, Langston and Aristotle, because Brooks didn't need it. Langston and Aristotle, literally, we've read it so many times. They'll be, Erica loves it because they'll be like, you know, Color, I'm, feeling, book too. I'm feeling a little blue and mm-hmm. a little yellow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how they articulate how they feel. It's visual. Yes. There's two two books that I love about emotions. One is The Color Monster, and it's Mm -hmm. great because it's a pop up. Mm -hmm. No, ours isn't a pop up. I love a pop up. I have a pop up one where, like, it's it's great. Kaya's also destroyed the pop ups, but of course. But, But, like, the last last page is love, and she ripped all the hearts out. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Welcome. Uh, But Ashley bought them books that you can't rip. Because that's how much they oh, were yeah. I remember that the, 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 the destroyable. This is it. Indestructibles. Yeah. Yeah. The Color Monster. Yeah, that's the Color and Monster. And then there's another book called In My Heart. Aww. And we have that with the hearts. Uh, yes. Yeah. In My Heart. It's like, I used to love to read that to Cameron when he was yeah. small just because I was like, oh, I love this book so much. Mm-hmm. I think it is really important to recognize that we also too can learn from the simplicities yeah. of what our children 100%. are going through. 100%. You know what I mean? Like it's really, really important. But that that is very very important. Um, I think at an early stage, and I think that that's something that didn't exist. I think when we were kids about no. a book, Most like we were talking about, exist. you were talking about, I think, uh, green eggs and ham. Oh, and it was yeah. like, he mm. said no from the first page. Girl, why is it 36 more pages about him pressuring this man <laughs> to eat these green eggs and ham? He said no. That book, and, I hated that book as a kid. And that's a thing. Like that's a real thing. So I love that there's now more yeah. books to, um, serve the important parts of what mm-hmm. it is to be a child with big emotions. Yeah. yeah. And, or a person and, with or a big person emotions. With big yeah. emotions. And, and on that too, like, I think it's, and I want to pose this question to you guys is like, mm-hmm. how do you feel you differ in being able to control your emotions in like work, personal relationships as a parent? Do you feel like you are consistent throughout or do you feel like 
there's different versions of you. Cause like, for example, I remember once seeing this, this, um, conversation between, uh, James Baldwin and Nikki Giovanni mm -hmm. and they're having this conversation and she's just like, well, you know, you can go out there in the world mm -hmm. and lie to everybody else and you can show up and grin and bear it for them. But when you come home to me, you got to be mad and I got to take the brunt of what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. She's like, so lie to me too. Mm -hmm. And I found it so profound to her, hear her say that because it's just like, if you could fake it with all those people to hold you know, respectful boundaries and hold your tongue and not lose your cool. Well, exercise the same respect mm. and lie and fake for me. And I always found that really interesting that we kind of, depending on who it is and where we are, have to be different people. Mm -hmm. Like I want to cry sometimes from my kids, but I know I can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I want to sit there and be like, God, like what am I not getting, you know? But Why can't you? Why can't you? Why, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm asking, do you feel like you can't? No, it's just that there's, it's just that I realize it's like, Sometimes you just recognize that that's not. I, I, it's, I, not gonna me, it's not going to serve the yeah, purpose. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that okay. I don't feel safe to. Yeah. Okay, okay, it's different. Yeah, yeah. But but just like if I'm in a moment of a teachable moment. Oh yeah. yeah you yeah. know, sometimes even if I, I'm figuring it out, mm -hmm. you know, even though inside I might feel frustrated. So in yeah. other situations, so I'm talking to my husband. Like I have no chill on the emotions. The emotions yeah. are going. What I just. <laughs> but I know where that comes from. That comes from like this trigger from my mom and wanting to feel seen and yeah. heard and understood. You know, so. Do you, do you find that you're able to exercise different versions of yourself emotionally based off of like who you're with and who you're dealing with? I've had to learn. I've had to learn that for sure. And I'm still learning that growing up in my household, like emotions were not a good thing. Like you're not allowed to have emotions. Mm -hmm. Like you cry too much. You it's always something because mm -hmm. I've and I've always been me, my brother and my sister, all three of us are super sensitive. We'll cry over every little thing, but we weren't allowed to. So mm -hmm. I always felt like. For somebody that's so emotional the way that I am and having to like stuff that I'm still I still have my moments where, oh, I didn't realize that that was still stuffed in there. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I didn't realize I like I thought I worked through this thing, but something happened to where, you know, now it's it's me exploding. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like. But the lesson that Zen is learning right now with the emotions is literally what I'm learning at the same exact mm -hmm. time, you know? So it's, it's interesting. I don't know if that answered anything. No, I guess I just like, wanted so, to say so something. So for example, like, in you, you know, you... I was like, what you say? What you say? I just want to talk. Fee, you have, you have your brand. Like, you're a businesswoman. You've built this thing like a baby, right? Yeah. From the ground up. And so when you are dealing with outlets and designers and people who, you know, whatever it is, like, do you find that you get emotional? Cause have you no. ever seen, you don't see, have you no. ever seen this meme where it's funny, where it's like, it's just like, I don't know how lot lawyers don't cry in court. Cause I would definitely <laughs> like as many times in my life, people have been like, you should have been a lawyer. I'll be like, I know I can't cause right. I will cry. Yeah. I will cry. Like I will cry. And I know that I am very emotional all the way through, mm. yeah. which is something that I'm learning how to not be. Yeah. So that's, it's interesting to hear you say in work, you're like, oh no, it's business. That's well, funny. it depends on, it depends on the type of work. So if it's like the clothing aspect, I don't, cause it's very like step one, step two, yeah. step three, like it's very, but in these type of environments where I'm having to interact with people on like a vulnerable level, yeah. then it's not at, like I still know how to do it, but it definitely, I have to, I mean, in this space, I have to be vulnerable. It's yeah. more personal. Than, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. But yeah. You know what? I am the same way all the time. 
That is like my, my that's my hubris yeah. though. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I've Good never, word. thank you. <laughs> Come on, writer. No, took a lot of philosophy classes. Um, but no, I think that that is actually something that I've struggled with because I do not know how to be different in different yeah, settings same. sometimes. Mm-hmm. I am pretty much me all the time, mm-hmm. whether I'm at Nationwide, at the Mama's <laughs> Den, uh, with my husband. But that also gives people who aren't deserving of that energy power over me sometimes mm-hmm. because Word. they think that, oh, she's feeling this way with me, like that she cares more. But it's not about, it's never about the person, it's about right. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's about me and my experiences and me feeling a need to be heard. I actually just got into like a really mm-hmm. bad argument with a friend and we're not friends anymore um, because he felt a way about me, right? And I'm like... I, I I just was so disturbed at the thought of him even feeling this way about me. He just felt like I was disloyal because I am such a compartmentalizer. It's very easy for me to understand everybody's feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like a great thing about me. Chia mm-hmm. is always like, you should have been a psychiatrist. And I'm like, no, because when people don't listen to me, I would fire them. <laughs> I told you this shit three sessions ago. Why are you still here? Right. <laughs> I don't want you as a client you anymore. Go find someone else. You watch shrinking, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I would Get somebody be, else to do it. I would be that kind of shrink, like on he shrinking. Was like, if you don't dump your husband, <laughs> right, that, is that would be me. I yes. kind of wish more therapists would be it like that. So I'll be good. honest. Well, as long know, as I trust yeah. you enough to be I would not be rich because I'll be like, we already discussed this session. Why are are you here? <laughs> I already said, leave your man. <laughs> no, but I feel like um, because of that, it can also make people feel not that I'm disingenuine, but that like a lot of people need a certain type of validation, right? In relationships and feeling. And I, that's not how my brain processes anything. Mm-hmm. Like with my husband, my mom, if you do something wrong, I'm going to be like, okay, I love you, but you're wrong. Do you know what I mean? But a lot of people don't want that. They want you to... To support them. Yes. But to me, that is support. Mm -hmm. I feel like the more I love you, the more honest I am. Like, yo, my you are very wrong right now, but I love you. I feel like that's true. I'm the same way. Yeah. I feel like that is true love is when you're telling me the things that I don't want to hear to help me grow and expand. Because I love you. Yes. Yeah. um, yeah. Because you see, for me... I see how to operate at a higher self, right? And I'm I'm trying to do that every day. And so if I see my friend in a deficit or something, I'm like, but if you just do this, yeah, yeah. you will unlock this next level and mm-hmm. we can be on here together. You know what I mean? But that doesn't work for everyone. Mm. So I think I'm actually just more so learning where to put my energy, mm-hmm. where the extra effort needs to go, where the extra tear needs to go and really just pull back like, you know what, mm. this this situation isn't even worth it. I don't even need to be that person. Can we talk about when you do finally realize that and mm-hmm. then you have to pull back what, mm-hmm. co- like, it's actually quite sad because oh, when very. you pull mm-hmm. up and you're like, I'm going to save this tear, mm-hmm. then you realize like, damn, when nobody really shed in a t-? Like, I was the one that was going over the halfway mark. Yeah. Am I making sense? Yes, yes. for you know? sure. And for so sure. I'm like, that space in between there is, uh, it's, it's uncomfortable. Or also just after it happens and then you were like, why did I cry in front of that person? Or why did Mm. I express that emotion? Because that's how I felt after arguing with this guy. I'm like, you don't, even care. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so mad. Yeah. Like you don't deserve that. No. Yeah. Like right. I realized there was a huge disconnect and we're never going to be on the same page. Like I just mm. wasted an hour's worth of energy when I should have just let you go. Like mm. it's yeah. fine. You don't have to understand me. You can think whatever you want about mm-hmm. me because you're hell bent on not understanding me. Yeah. And there's it's like a people's quote about lack that. of desire yes. to do the same yes. that you're that trying part. to do. Yes. Yes. That's like exhausting. And then you're like, okay, then it it's, it's hard because that's in your nature. 
But um, yeah, it's people's lack of desire to do the same thing that yeah. you're trying to do. And then you're frustrated because you realize like they just, they're never going to see my side. No. Oh my God, it's the worst thing in the world. So this is what, this is something that we're working on in my relationship right now is we got a, um, what is it called? A therapist? Thera- or couple couple therapist. Couple yeah. therapist. Yeah. She is the bomb. You be always See, finding I know. a bomb. How do you <laughs> therapist? Do you Baby, go through five to get there? Or is the first a lot one? of classes growing up. So I had a lot of kitchen like, I need a therapy But what is this <laughs> website that you Man. find all these good no, therapists I just on? ask my therapist. Uh, yeah. I'm all, and I, oh, and she's good. like. She's the connect. She is the plug. And I'm like, I love you. Like, you have changed my life in so many ways. Like, she's incredible. But the the couples therapist was telling us, um, if I if I want to shed that extra tear, like right, so do you just accept that that person is like that, mm. or do you and you like you make the adjustments? Like, how do mm. you know when to make the adjustment and walk? How do how do you know when to make the adjustment mm. and when to walk away? Like, how do you find? Mm the balance of those two things because sometimes I'm like, okay, this person is a good person. They, they're trying their best in their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you when know it, what I'm saying? Like you just, it, I think it's case by case, person by yeah. person, yeah. season by season. Yeah. Like I literally had to walk away from a relationship, a friendship of that. I've had been friends with this person for, I don't know, 30 years, yeah. 30 wow. plus. Um, I mean, now it was like six years ago. So whatever, 25 years or something. But a person that like I love who I would call my sister but the but the way that she operated was like hell bent on sort of like self what do you call it self sabotage uh, yeah um you know and it's like i i had to recognize the need to love her from afar like yeah. i could like it's not like i don't love you yeah yeah but i just we can't keep doing the same thing that we're doing because then i end up getting hurt yep mm-hmm. And so I had to like create that boundary. Yeah. And it's like the one example that I have, because for me, it's like, it doesn't like, look, if you've done it a hundred times, great. If you've done it five times, fine. But for me, it's like, that's such a clear yeah. example of like, I just had to draw the line and continuously draw it. Even yeah. when sometimes it feels bad, yeah. or it feels like it still hurts. That was six years ago, seven yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys know that, um, shout out to Crystal cause we've made amends, but my friend Crystal and I, we, we fell out for two years mm-hmm. because we just had a difference of opinion. Yeah. But also it was also me like trying to insert my opinion on how she should live and having a higher moral ground when it's like, girl, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. Like mm-hmm. you are not perfect, Ashley. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that was, it took us two years to come back together, but also yeah. like I've been yeah. in therapy, she's been in therapy. And a lot of times you can't come back from those friendship breaks. But I think because the one clear thing that I could say that made me come back to her and not some other friendships is that when I looked at it, she had never done anything to harm me. Mm-hmm. She had never done anything yeah. to make me feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. It was simply me imposing my opinion on her that I felt like she should live by yeah. and her being like like not agreeing with yeah. me. But then me taking a step back and understanding why she was making the choices she was making and having grace for her. So when we came back together, I also came from a space of like, apologizing for how I made the relationship become destructive Mm. and not really focusing on what she did, but me just calling her like, yo, I recognize where I let you down as a friend and where I could have been better. And I don't even need you to explain anything you've ever done to me. Like, I Mm. want you to know that I realize that you're not the only one who was wrong Yeah, because it was important for me. And we have been so good ever since. Like, we have rebuilt our relationship. It's very beautiful. It's very honest. It's very raw and real. Mm. And I feel like, 
that's also an indication is like sometimes people need space, mm-hmm. but also you can tell based on, I always go back to, did this person ever intentionally harm me mm-hmm. or hurt me? Yeah. And even in a, in a situation where you're talking to someone like, does this, like, is this person a safe person? Like that is an easy way to gauge, like, do I need to give this energy to them? Yeah. Like yeah. understanding who you're dealing with and why you're dealing with yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Some, some relationships have to be surfaced. If it's just business, whatever, like it doesn't deserve all of that personal. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. that's not even what it is. Mm-hmm. I think there's like nuances there too, because mm-hmm. I think there's something really important that you said, which is you were able to recognize yeah. where you contributed yeah. to mm-hmm. the downfall of the relationship and the friendship because you had accountability, you apologized, yeah. and you took inventory of who that person was to mm-hmm. you as a friend. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, similarly in a, in a different way, like I had a friend who was very much, I considered like a sister. Um, she's probably the only adult friendship I've had where I've, literally fallen out with like ever completely which is really crazy because we were like family and that's very very hard it was like Mm -hmm. a messy divorce it was really really weird um but the thing is and then you know we we posted about this the other day like somebody's not calling you because they owe you an apology Mm -hmm. yeah i think we all reposted (laughs) (laughs) you know and it's interesting because to your point it's like i can look at this person and say this person was a good friend to me, but then I can also look at the ways and be like, they weren't a good friend to me, but also still have compassion for the fact that like, I actually don't think that you intended to hurt me, Mm -hmm. but I actually know so much about you that I have compassion for the way that you don't even see yourself Mm -hmm. operating in this life. Mm -hmm. That's real. So that has actually helped me make peace with letting go of the anger I think I felt towards her for many years because I definitely felt so hurt. And I was like, no, you knew what you were doing. And then after I was like, wait a second, you know this person intimately, very, very closely. You know why they operate like that. This is not just you. They do this with everybody. So it really allowed for me to make peace with that. And like, even through the hardest parts and the, you know, Mm -hmm. the realities that came to surface of that relationship, as much as I could still feel hurt, I don't feel angry. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't feel angry. And, and, it, it, it's really interesting to be able to like get to a place where you recognize that like not everything has to be, yeah. have all that energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just like, all right, this is just, this is where it ends. I have a question. So in that moment for you to get to that space, mm-hmm. what did you, what did, what did you learn or what did you gain from your guys' friendship? Oh my gosh, so much. I mean, we did a lot of really amazing personal and professional things together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was it was really just honoring the fact that it was just like, it, this one doesn't take away from the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One yeah. does not take away from the other. Yeah. Like, yeah. the way we broke as friends is, yeah. is one thing, but we had really yeah. amazing this moments was together as this well. And, and it was real. Yeah. Yeah. And out of the respect and honor for that, I will always carry yeah. that and always have a respect for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I think that that's the part where people miss because then we they throw you know, it all away. Yeah. yeah you, you start talking bad about somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like this, not, you don't need to do all that. Exactly. Right. Like these things never happen, but the only way that we're really, it's actually something I'm learning in school right now. And I was like, dang, I never even saw it like that. The only way to actually like get over and have that peace with it is being able to identify what did this relationship teach me? What was my experience mm-hmm. and holding on to that and then releasing. But then yes. if you're only focused on, I'm like, if I focus on the, the, the thing, that I know that you do with everybody else in life like how could I how could I take this personally like yes. what made me feel like I was exempt you yes. know yes. but that whew, but child. you know what that also there's like a flip side to that because I've always been that way I'm, I'm such a realist like I would never front on somebody or be like 
that that also sometimes makes it harder for me to let things go because I will look at the totality of someone yeah. and be like, but they do all these good mm-hmm. things and this one bad thing, but that one bad thing can be enough but to be usually like... usually that's what you're doing yeah. throughout the relationship. Yeah. 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 Is that you're like, you see that one thing, you're like, oh, it's not going to be on me. Mm-hmm. They would never do that to me. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, but you're a good person in all these ways. Yeah. I think it just comes to a place where you have to recognize like, does this really, is this really working? Like, yeah. does, yeah. does this serve does me? Does this one thing that I see, is this a thing that's really worth like me holding on to for all these other things? Doesn't take yeah. anything away. Yeah. Right. But it can't, at a certain point, and I think there are different seasons. I think in, in the seasons when I wasn't, I think as I got older, as I had a family, as I matured, Word. I think all of those things became a spotlight and was yep. like, wait a second. Yeah. yeah. This Mine thing is not enough. broke yeah. when I had Brooks. That's yes. how I know mm. the time. Yes. Isn't that such a Because trip? it was like all of these things were happening our whole lives. Yep. You know what I mean? They got worse as we got older, but there were things that were happening that were draining and, you know, and that, again, still a lot of love. But when, when I was pregnant <laughs> and, and certain things were like, Mm-hmm. Drama. <laughs> it was just like, oh, I can't. I, I recognize I do not have the patience. Yeah. I don't yeah. have the patience. I can continue to give love without letting it physically affect me, physically, emotionally, mentally affect me. Yeah. And that we were just going to, I was going to have to love her from afar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? So today is Chi and I's anniversary. And I think about the fact that we have been together, well, married for eight years, but been together for 15 years. And Chia literally is like my best friend in the entire world. And he is such a perfect example of like love. And I look at, I often compare my friendships with other people because me and Chia have a real friendship outside Mm -hmm. of like our marriage. And I think about one thing about him that he's taught me about like just real love and friendship is something he always says is he's like, you know, if I fall out with somebody or something, when I had to fall out the other day with the guy, he was like, you know, what's crazy is that when I let someone into my world, I let them be a part of my family and to bring them into our home. Cause like she and I don't let everybody come to our house. We're very weird about that. We're just not those people. What's that man's name? Vince, uh, the comedian? Yes, we're like Vince uh, Staples. Staples. Is that his last yeah, name? Yeah. The rapper? He was like, like a rapper. Rapper. Yeah. I don't let nobody come over. Yeah, that's he and I. We're, yeah, if you've been to my house, that means I really like you. Because that's like such a sacred space. Yes. And that mm-hmm. energy in our home is like very precious to us. And so he was like, you know, once I become friends with someone, I extend a level of grace of understanding like of where they are, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't have an expectation of them because he's like, for me, love is allowing people to go through the seasons, allowing mm-hmm. them to go through their process. Mm-hmm. He's like, the only time that I decide when I have to end that relationship is when I feel like that person is now no longer deciding to grow. They're no Mm -hmm. longer continuing through the process. He's like, but when they're in a place that I'm not in, I can extend a level of grace. Like they're not there yet. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like Chia, I feel like the thing that has allowed us to stay together is what I put in my caption. And I think about all my prospering friendships is the same as I said, we would rather change behaviors before we change partners. And that's how I feel like all my friendships are that are successful is that you have these moments where you're like, we're at an impasse, right? We've had an argument or there's a or whatever. And in that moment, you decide like, this shit means more to me than me holding this stance. Yeah. Or I'm, even if I feel a way, I'm willing to extend a level of understanding where I can understand your point of view enough where we can move forward. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how you can ultimately decide 
who is deserving of you, who is deserving of your energy Mm -hmm. is when you're clear that like this person is willing to meet me and we care more about our end goal. I, me and Cher care more. He literally said to me yesterday, like, isn't it crazy? We're going to grow old together. And I was like, that's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. And I was like, that's so beautiful (laughs) because that's how we wake up. Mm-hmm. And he gets on my nerves a lot. You know what I mean? Just I love when you say this because sometimes does. I'm like, am I the only one no. that my man gets on my nerves? Husbands Girl. are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, men, but men are annoying. <laughs> and But the thing is, is that I recognize where that energy is coming from. I call Mel a lot. She helps me understand my air sign husband. And just understanding like, this is not an adversity. Like he's not doing this stuff because he hates me. Because yeah. he, we just think differently. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's okay to eat stuff because you're like, it's not even that serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And being, but being <laughs> able to know when like, this is, you know, yeah, this is yeah. a problem. I think my biggest thing is like, I always tell my bae, <laughs> I'm like, I just want you to stand on the line with me. I'm not mm. asking you to be perfect. I'm just asking you to show up and yeah. try. Yeah. I'm like, mm. if you don't show up and try, then that's when it's, that's my, always my indication is like, it's time to go. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, then I told Ashley this, I was in a, the last relationship before Jared, I was in was a very serious relationship and we got to an impasse three years in and I literally, we were living together. It was, a, we were full steam ahead and we got to a place where I was like, Hey, I think we might need to take a step back individually get some counseling, go to therapy. And he literally was like, I'm not talking to nobody. He's like, I'm very happy with who I am and I do not want to work on being different. And that's when I knew the relationship was absolutely finished. Mm. And it was heartbreaking because I really thought like, this is the most mature relationship I've ever been in. This is what, but when he hit me with the, I don't want to change. I like who I am. Even despite me coming to you saying, hey, these particular things about us is not working for me. It's very hurtful. It just was not important to him. And that was the indication. It, it, was, it was the hardest, but also one of the easiest breakups. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like when somebody does not want to work at the friendship, the yeah. relationship, when somebody has dug their heels into the ground and says, I'm not willing to move from this position, even to just hear you out with compassion... It's a wrap. Yep. Yeah. And there's yep. actually a lot of freedom in that. Yeah. There's a lot of like, mm. okay, well, great. Shit. I ain't got to fight for nothing <laughs> no more because I'm like walking into a, a brick wall, yeah. you know? So it, it actually is helpful when the other person on the other side is like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, that's mm. true. Because I always say the, the nicest thing my ex ever did was be <laughs> mean to me. Mm. No, he broke up with me. He was like, basically, like, I don't see you. You don't exist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I guess I got to move on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. to 15 years I know. of yeah. bliss and love and children and my future that I was destined yes. for. So thanks, thanks for breaking my heart, so someone else could heal it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Shout out to Chia. Uh, yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Oh We're all gonna come in here with yeah. Chia shirts. Yes. yes. Chia seeds. Chia seeds. Nah, that's your children. I know, right? Right. Chia seeds. Y'all gonna be the Chia pets? Yes. Can y'all dress up for that? Like a chia oh pet? You guys should be chia seeds. Oh, that would be hilarious. And imagine chia is just like the big bag. That would be hilarious. Maybe you're like the, like a cup of water. You know how you put the chia seeds Yo, in the water? That would be hilarious. Oh no, gosh. I would have to be the soil. Each one okay, you guys okay, be an okay, element. Soil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We could each be a pro- the, the process and then, of and then watering. You could dress her up, dress Tata, Tata up as a little seed. chia lamb. Oh, yeah. a little chia lamb, just a little chia seed. <laughs> just get curly wigs and just put it all over her. If y'all buy <laughs> the costumes, we'll wear them. Hilarious. That's way too much work. 
That's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. Oh, Lord. Like that ceiling well, you did. That was a lot of work, too. That was. But that, I was that content was my favorite. Thank yeah, you. It was bomb. <laughs> Your Even though over. I was stressed about you falling out that chair. Girl, she is such she a mom. Said, don't ask me why I'm standing on my good chair. Because I don't have my husband. I don't have a chair. When I watched it, I didn't watch it with audio. So I was only focused on the chair. Oh, no. The audio is hilarious. Like, why? Why, Ashley? I just want to say that I love you ladies so much. And I think that for a lot of people as adults, as adults, as a what? adults, <laughs> I can't as adults, I think that it's really hard to grow. You know what I mean? Like we look at our yeah. parents sometimes and we're like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't want to mm-hmm. just be the same person mm-hmm. at 60 years old. Um, mm-hmm. So I can say that I'm really grateful to have people in my life, my husband, my friends that are willing to grow with me that extend me grace you remember when I went off on y'all about the swishy jacket? Yeah. yeah. Girl, I think about that randomly sometimes. Me too. I'm like, damn. Yeah. No, I was randomly. like, she got so mad because, <laughs> like, the other day I, I, was, like, I was in the elevator <laughs> dumping the trash. And I was like, damn, I remember when she went, when she got oh, mad at us about the swishy I lost my shit. Hey, you know what? I feel less bad. <laughs> no, good. There you go. Did, was that on? Were we recording? Yes. yes. So, it was recorded? In the other yes. room. Oh. Oh, let me tell the listeners what happened. Y'all not going to tell me what to do. So at that time, we were, Chi and I were moving into, we were about to move into our house and we were living in a hotel and I was, I was somewhere else and I had on a swishy jacket. I was somewhere else. And I was somewhere else mentally. you were so And Felicia was like, wait for clarity. She had on like a windbreaker. It's windbreaker. Okay. Yeah. A jacket that sounds like this. That's very ridiculous. While we're recording a podcast. I just want to point out that these hoes have worn swishy pants to record as well. But okay, we're going to leave it there. Yeah, but we don't talk with our legs. Yeah, and we don't talk. Yeah, it's like our arms. I am a person about facts. And the fact enemy. is, I'm the not the only one. Don't talk. Anywho, <laughs> arms do. Anywho, Anywho, we got it. Felicia said, <laughs> you should take that jacket off um, because it's making a lot of noise. And I lost my mind. Yeah. I was like, you ain't going to tell me what to do. I Y'all not going to tell me what to oh, do today. Shit. My husband don't tell me what to do. I'm not going to listen to you. Wait, wait, wait. And then Cody had the best. Come back. She said, say? damn, we didn't piss on your lawn or something like that. I remember the whole entire experience. First of all, it was so awkward because uh-uh. it happened. There was like no real discussion about it. And then I just like, because and I'm crazy as hell. Yeah, I took my jacket off. We start recording. I was super pissed. But then later on, I was like, oh my God, but you're a, lo- you're a Looney Tune. But I also also realized I was I didn't tell you guys how stressed out I was. Yes, you I, did. Well, no, there was a really. period that she was like not articulating yes. it. Oh, I think. okay, okay, yeah, for sure. And then also, but I did, and I felt like no one cared too. This is like when you say mm. th- no. I kept saying we've run the take back like every episode. <laughs> I'm depressed. I'm depressed. But I think because I say all my feelings. People often like sometimes this is like maybe my trigger as a child being my middle child syndrome. I feel like because I am always honest. I don't often feel like people are very delicate with me, mm. which is why I'm hard. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and this is sense. like from my child. But I don't, we're delicate with you. Is, you're yeah, like, I'd like, rather cry in the closet. Yes, leave me alone. Say, is you, but the question mm. also too is how do you receive the attention? Are you open to that? You no, know, I think I say that stuff because no one has ever cared about my feelings. So then I'll say my feelings and then I say I don't I don't want people to <laughs> take care of me because I've never felt taken care of. So, then so then I how think do it's like care a, for you. Yeah. What does that look like? They don't. I mean, I'm not saying that you guys don't, but not 
I don't always feel like people baby me. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes I want to be babied and I think people think that I'm just really strong and I can deal with it. This is also something that, you know, we talked about this, this fragile thing that I've had to reintroduce myself to my husband. And I'm like, Chia, I know that I always figure things out, but I'm actually in a really delicate state right now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm very sensitive. I need a lot of hugs. I want to be cuddled. Um, and I had a, listen, Nalo called me crying. Um, she doesn't care if I share this. She called me crying. Cause she was like, I feel like a horrible friend. She was like, I feel like you've been telling me. She's like, I literally was just sitting there one day thinking like, damn, I don't even check on Ashley. She's like, I talk to you every, we talk every single day. And she's like, I never am like, how are you doing? Like you literally have four kids. You just moved into your home. Like mm-hmm. all this stuff is going on. She's like, I never ask how you're doing. Mm-hmm. She's like, I literally call you and talk to you about my issues and my problems. And then we hang up and I never am like are you good? Mm -hmm. And she was like Mm -hmm. upset because she was like, I feel like such a bad friend. And I'm like, I love her and I know her heart and her intentions and she's not trying to be a bad friend, but I felt so grateful that she actually acknowledged the fact that she doesn't check on me. (laughs) I was like, yeah, no one does. But I've gotten so used to being the friend that everyone leans on. I don't think people ever are like, does Ashley... Well, you know, it's really funny. You need someone to lean on. I'm going to, well, I know you, that you say you're not talking about any of us, but it's very interesting because I remember specifically being so worried about you mm-hmm. around the time with the house. You called me. And I will call you multiple times. <laughs> and every time, but it's funny because I'm like, she, you remind me so much of myself, like, you know, when you're stressed out and you feel like you have all the answers, mm-hmm. but you don't have all the answers, yep. but then you don't want to hear what anybody has to yep. say. And you like, so people don't know how to show up. Yep. So I would always just call and insert myself you did. and be like, friend, just make sure, you know, this is a blessing. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know I'm not attached to anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah, and then, true. and then it was probably, but also I think we all know like, okay, she's going to come to her senses. And then when, you know, the damn, you'd be like, yeah, I don't care that the stove is not in there. No big deal. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we haven't had a water for three months. It's fine. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's okay. not, Ash. It's and, not fine. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But no. then I think, mm-hmm. but then you come to your senses, like eventually once it's, cause I feel like you handle stress the way that I do too. Is like, I'm stressed out until it's, I can't resolved. or I can't enjoy it until it's resolved. Mm-hmm. But then you had your moment and I remember I called you one day and then you finally cracked. And I was like, I'm so happy to hear you say this. I have been waiting for you, you to answer in this way. Yes. I think that was honestly like two, three weeks ago. No, it was. <laughs> like you do you're good at that, Felicia. You will call me randomly and be like, um, I was just thinking about you, girl. You're all right. Hope yeah, you're I'm not like, standing on a cliff. What you doing <laughs> over there, ma'am? Oh, I do cry to you guys. And that's why I'm like, you guys are kind of exempt from that conversation because I'm really good at call. Like me and Cody typically will call each other about something that has nothing to do with nothing and randomly just bust out in tears. <laughs> and they'd be like, all right, girl, I got to go back to work. <laughs> got to get back to these kids. Yeah. Um, bye. <laughs> and then Mel- Melanie does this ease in thing that she does. She just calls me and I feel like she's like brainwashing me into crying. And then she'll just have all these conversations. And before I know it, I'm on the phone like boohoo crying to her. And she's just quiet. And then I'm like, okay. And then she talks me through my whole therapy session. And then we get off the phone. And I'm like, does she plan that but you guys are really good at that like I would never say that you don't care about me or you don't I think you guys give me space and you allow me to like process my feelings um but for the most part I think most people in my life think that I'm just fine all the time and they don't ever think that I need help and I'm like I actually do I tell my mom that I was like mom I still need my mom yeah like I want you to call me and check on me I'm not just the strong daughter who has it all Mm -hmm. like I'm really stressed out Every day I have four kids, I'm never going to not be stressed. Word. Yep. Ever. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, at least you're also articulating it to people because yeah, even right. you saying like people in your life, I mean, we know that she is, you're articulating to him because mm-hmm. you just said it. Our, Nalo called you proactively. Yes. So I'm also hearing that the people in your life are hearing you yeah. and they're like being self-aware. And so hopefully I think that's good. Or yeah, I might be my only friend. To talk <laughs> oh, I'm oh, kidding. <laughs> okay. The older you get to realize that you don't really need that many friends. I don't. I tell Amir that all the time. Mm-hmm. You just need one or two good friends. Everybody else is just somebody you go to the club with. <laughs> Acquaintance. Until you stop going to the club. There. Or go once a year. <laughs> right. Going to the club. See you. See you. Last annually. time I went to the club was with y'all. Okay. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> and the only time in the, the last club. decade. The club. All right, well, All right. love you I too. I don't know what this it was conversation was. I don't love. know what this episode it was, the love was about. Episode. Love and friendships. And yeah. Yeah. Love and happiness. Oh, two songs. Yeah. Remix. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All we need is somebody to lean on. Oh, four. <laughs> I, I appreciate you ladies. I'm glad we had this talk. And, um, you know, until next time. Until next time. Talk to your friends. Yes. Bye. Cheerio. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>